Welcome to the Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays, we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. In today's regional update, we're heading to the northern region and catching up with Darling Downs and Western Downs farmer Andrew Rule. Andrew is growing cereal grains using 12 metre controlled traffic. He's got cattle and a no-till approach. We're going to learn today about how Andrew set up a custom spreader for his chaff tram lining on his class header and what impact that's had on his weed control. And he does join me now. How are you going, Andrew? Hey, Jess. Going well, thanks. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to have a chat with us on the podcast. So firstly, I'd love to hear a little bit more detail about your farming system. Can you give us an overview? So we're, we're located, the main properties on the Darling Downs at Bonjean. Uh, we're a summer-dominated cropping program and sorghum the main crop in that. And then we uh, have a winter rotation with wheat and barley. So we generally have two sorghum crops. Go one sorghum, then short fallow into sorghum, then that's double cropped into wheat, which then long fallows back through to to sorghum to create a three year rotation cycle. With that, and then our western country had rats, just a, a mix of wheat and water crop. So, yeah, that's about it. Great, Andrew. Thanks for that overview. And so we mentioned in that intro there that you have uh, set up a spreader on your uh, header and I'd love for you to tell the story of how that idea came up for you and how you implemented it. How we come about the idea is probably the same as a lot of ideas in rural communities. I was over a couple of beers in the afternoon having a chat with a neighbour and he had a set of chaff decks on his class harvester and chewing the fat, (laughs) having a few beers and and we come up with with a class chaff spinners are able to be rotated to shoot 90 degrees out to the side and thought instead of spending the $20,000 on a uh, conveyor system of the chaff decks, I thought we spun those and just made a, a rubber chute so that the chaff just hit the chute and falls straight down onto the, behind the, the steer wheels, the rear axle. So we knocked up a quick frame just before harvest and, and trialled it out and yeah, we haven't taken them off. Yeah, that's great. So that was last harvest? Uh, that was probably about, I think it was three years ago, but, but we've had a drought in the middle of that and we missed the crop. So mm. we've done about two harvests with them on there, yeah. Okay, cool. And how are they going? What sort of impact do you think it's, how has it had on your weed control? It's not definitive just yet, just because of the, the season, the dry season. We're mainly chasing top roast grass because we're a summer-dominated cropping program, sorghum. We're generally harvesting in that January, February, March period, and we find that feather-top roads grass really gets going around that January, February, when we start getting the, the bigger summer storms. So it gets going in crop. So in the sorghum, then when you come to harvest, of course, it's grown up to the same height as the, the top of the sorghum, mm-hmm. and it's just generally just patches it. Short of lifting up the comb and, and leaving areas all the time, you're nipping the heads off the top, effectively uh, harvesting the feather top roads grass and, and just coming a, a massive spreader of it. So the idea is with the, the chaff lining in the tram tracks is just trying to drop those those feather top roads grass seeds into a, a pretty inhospitable area, and then when we come through and wheel track renovate, you should bury those under three or four inches of soil and and hopefully. They'll stay there until they come unviable. 
Yeah, fingers crossed. And it does sound really promising. So we'll have to check back in with you in a couple of harvest time to see if there has been a, a quantifiable impact on those Feathertop roads. But yeah, obviously Feathertop roads is a really big weed burden in your area. And uh, yeah, it's obviously a weed that you and other farmers really need to come up with solutions for. And that sounds like a really good plan that you've got there with that system. What other major weed burdens are you facing uh, on your farm and in your area, Andrew? To be honest, that's, that's it. We have had a, the odd case of Roundup tolerant milk thistles, and uh, we have one neighbour that grows a lot of cotton. But he, he's he's a very proactive neighbour as well, and and he's he's really jumped on that hard to rid rid his property of of any milk thistles. We've had ours tested, and it doesn't seem to have blown over the fence, which is good. But those two are the main culprits in our area, and everything else is, seems to be somewhat easily controllable. Oh, well, that's good to hear. And so you've mentioned quite a few of the strategies you're using to keep on top of Feathertop Roads already, but is there any other Weed Smart Big Six principles that you're using to keep on top of the weeds at your place? Uh, with Feathertop, we're at the size where it's still viable to run around on four wheels with 60 litre knapsacks. Um, so any bad paddocks and bad patches, we're hitting pretty hard with, with dual and that type of thing, try and really suppress it down and get residual down just in patches. And then using glyphosate and or verdict, and then also trying to mix up those chemicals so we're not creating a second resistance in it. Mm. Yeah, that's great to hear. And Andrew, do you have any tips for other growers in your area on you know either maybe doing something similar and setting up their own chaff tramlining system on their header, or any other weed control tips or strategies you would suggest for growers to consider in your patch? Yeah, look, for guys who are looking at set up a uh, chaff lining system. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the other mates, like John Deere's and Case, how easy it would be. But generally, if there's a will, there's a way. You can, you can figure out a way to do it. But yep. it's certainly the way we do it. I mean, it cost us probably $500 in, in, in uh, materials and labour to do it. And it's a very cheap and hopefully effective way of, of just creating another tool of just constantly attacking and, and trying to keep on top of it and suppress any weed problems. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, Andrew, we'll have to keep in touch with you and and hear how it goes over the next few harvests that you have. Uh, Thank you so much for giving us a bit of a snapshot into your farming system and your approach to weed control. We really appreciate you taking the time. No worries. Thank you.